Hello, everyone. It's Phil Grooms here with Flyover Footy. Hope everyone's doing well today. Uh, we're coming back to do some shows. I wanted to announce that before we started today's show. Um, I think we might try to record next week, so going to bring everybody back, Santiago, Matt, and Stuart, hopefully, and uh, see how it goes. We're all vaccinated. I think today's the first day I'm fully vaccinated, so that's exciting, and I hope you guys are going to look forward to lots of conversation leading up to 2023, and uh, there's some soccer this month as well with the U23s, and uh, we're going to get to as much of it as we can. Uh, so today's show, I was invited to come out to the third and final open tryout for the Academy for St. Louis City SC, and I got to talk to Lutz while I was there, Lutz Fannenstiel, the sporting director for the team. Um, obviously, his exploits pretty pretty uh, famous at this point, and so I was a little nervous to talk to him. You can probably tell on here, but um, but you know, I have a Dusseldorf a jersey that I got even before he was even talked about as the sporting director, uh, believe that or not, whatever, <laughs> but I wore it to try to pander to him, and we joked around about that, got a nice picture after, and had a good time, even chatted about uh, random stuff after we talked, so... Nice guy, uh, had a good time talking, enjoyed being out on a beautiful windy day to watch some live training, some tryouts, watch some kids. Uh, I saw a lot of quality kids doing good stuff, being real mature about the whole situation, to be honest. No one just going out there trying to uh, pull off tackers and stuff like that. It was all good, you know, guys trying to play good soccer and make a team. So it's really exciting to see what will come of that. And uh, I'll stop talking now just so you can listen to this short interview with Lutz. Enjoy. Uh, Lutz Fennish-Steel here. Uh, thanks for talking to me today. You guys are looking over a bunch of kids trying out for the academy, which is going to start in October, correct? Hopefully. Well, yeah. Uh, it will kick off end of uh, August, early September. Okay. So the uh, the final selection will be probably coming into, we'll call it probably towards the end of July. So it's still, a, I think, a good two and a half months where we can work now with the different kind of trials we had you know we had the the, the scouting trials the scouted trials so trials by invitation with all the high school players and obviously looking at all the the club games as well and the open trials well definitely something special because you really can turn up show yourself uh, show us your tricks and uh, well to be honest I didn't really know what to expect from all the open trials it's something which is not very usual for for the European market but um, we saw really, really good talents last week. We saw already today uh, a really good number of promising youngsters. And I think that it's what it's all about. Be confident, come out here, show yourself and, uh, you know, uh, live your dream. And I think that is what an academy or a youth system should be all about. Absolutely. You've been all around St. Louis, like you were saying. Is there, are there qualities in a St. Louis player that are kind of common? Or is there anything that sticks out about St. Louis style play? Or is it pretty all over the board? I think it's a pretty good mixture of everything, uh, to be honest. Uh, you do find, of course, like the, the typical Midwestern players, you know, which are hardworking, uh, very direct, very physical. I actually really like that because that's an, an honest approach of a game. Uh, but apart from that, I think uh, the, 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 the pool of talents, and I'm talking right now about uh, 05 and 06 players, uh, is really, really good. I think we were pretty fortunate with the, the choice we made, what we want to have as our first uh, academy teams. And um, I think also 07, which will approach next year, is pretty pretty promising as well. So, yeah, um, definitely you can feel that uh, St. Louis is a 
a soccer city with a big history, with a big past and a lot of passion. And I think you see that uh, in, in every high school game I watched or in every every academy team or club team I watched and now here also at the trials. Uh, it's definitely a very interesting uh, market for talents. I'm extremely interested in the system that you are going to set up for the academy and that you're going to have, uh, what did I believe it's... Uh the upper levels you're going to have in-house and in, um, not a pay-to-play model, but you'll also have satellite um, clubs or uh, teams around the city. I'm kind of curious about how that will work. I know you've done it that way in other clubs and in other countries there are solidarity payments. And so there's there's um, some you know motivation for those clubs to push them up to you. I'm kind of curious if that's something that you could see since it's not here if that could be a problem or if that's just something that could develop I, I'm, that's the only thing that popped in my mind when you said that no I mean you know uh, when it comes to the all the solidarity uh, payments and stuff that's something where US soccer is working it out right now uh, to come into the same kind of uh, wave like uh, other countries are doing it but that's still a little bit of work on that so that's not really crossing our minds at the moment uh, yes, you're right. We are definitely uh, uh, going to have our in-house. That's actually a word I just learned, which is very good. <laughs> in the in the age groups, U14, U15, U16, U17. So we will only have four proper youth teams, which will train down at our facility. Uh, the reason is uh, that, uh, and we also did that in Hoffenheim, we don't want to make a over-professionalize it uh, um, and kind of like forcing kids too early into a into into a schedule i'm a strong believer let them play with their friends let them stay with their families let them play for the hometown clubs and we know we won't have satellite clubs we will have satellite locations mm -hmm. where we will go where we'll do as as number one we will coach the coaches i think coaching education is one of our biggest goals here you know to to make the the, the basic coaching better make the parent coaching better make the volunteer coaching better uh, also get the language right what and what exactly not to say to the kids on the field which uh, uh, i did hear a lot uh, which i didn't really like uh, because the basics need to be already right at the, at the younger age groups um, however i think uh, having not just that but also training uh, the most talented players already in the satellite locations where they can come from all clubs and all schools and all different identities in that region or in that area gives us a, a constant way of monitoring the players also developing them uh, uh, offering extra programs for the most talented players but most important about uh, our satellite locations is that we really increase and create uh, enthusiasm for football introduce the game uh, get kids moving really like simply uh, you know and i'm not just talking about soccer get kids interested in sport and then you see uh, one or the other will have more interest in other ball sports the other one will be more interested in soccer but that is our a legacy we must create that uh, sports moving bodies living healthy that is what we want to introduce and i think the, the soccer comes by itself and, and, and that is where from U7 to U13 we'll be very active with satellite programs uh, but also community events and it, it's, it's a big different ways of, of just uh, introducing the game, create a passion for the game and once we reach in the age of, of U14 then is where you can say we, we, are, we are taking that then into an academy level which I also was very clear from day one we not just want to have any academy like any other club. We want to have the best academy 
uh, in the country or in North America. That is our real, really important goal. It's a big goal. Uh, it sounds it sounds big. It also sounds probably not that easy. And I'm fully aware it's not a walk in the park. But if we put good work in, then we can really achieve our goals. Yeah, I think your educational, um, what you can bring us in education, I'm, I'm extremely excited about that. And I'm glad you mentioned that about your satellite sites, locations. Um, but you did mention also about being inclusive and, and getting into all the communities. You've come into a very difficult city for that sort of work um, about having um, all colors of people on the field. And um, you've got a big challenge ahead of yourself. Are there certain areas that you guys are going to have to be more strategic or try harder on to try to get uh, more people in, uh, more inclusivity in, in the sport in St. Louis? Well, you see, I see it as a, a, a wonderful challenge, actually and uh, uh, also a, a big goal for the future. Uh, I'm also very clear about that. Uh, it's something we cannot change overnight. It's something we cannot change in six months or in a year. Uh, this is a long-term strategy. Uh, we want to change the, the face of uh, soccer in St. Louis. Uh, and this is a long-term process. Uh, inclusion and diversity is, is the big goal. And also pay the pay-to-play model is something which uh, we definitely will stay very far away from. Our, all our education is free, so it's really, uh, if you're willing to, 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 to work hard, to train, to have fun, to play, this is, we basically open the accessibility up for everybody. And of course we will have uh, regions where uh, soccer is not the most popular game. So we want to go into the, into, the, into the North City, we want to go into the North County. We also want to focus also on the Bosnian area where lots of Bosnian kids, there's so many talents down there, but they disappear in the age of 13 or 14 mm. because soccer is an expensive sport in St. Louis. Soccer is an expensive sport in, in, in America. And this is, for me, something we have to change to get more and more players staying in the game for a much longer time. Everybody plays it a little bit in school and once the age 15 arrives, they just stop and disappear and stop playing. And that is something not just for our club, but I think for the whole soccer community in the United States. This is important to keep the players playing that game. And uh, that's why our completely free education, uh, really uh, saying, well, you know, uh, if you want to play, it's the, it's the world's game. What do you need? You need a ball and you need two legs to play football. It's, 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 it's the easiest way. You need two sticks to, to make a goal. There is so many ways. You can play it on the street, on a parking lot, on a football field, anywhere. So that is where we need to come again, that it's everybody's game. Let's just get out there and play it. You know, uh, you don't need expensive uh, um, gear like in, in other sports where you have to carry 10 bags to, to be dressed. Uh, it's very simple and, and, and this is what we want to really focus on. Make it a simple game, make it accessible and we want to have really everybody involved. It doesn't matter where he comes from, it doesn't matter uh, what he's done before. Uh, that's, that's I think the beauty about the game. And it, football, soccer, it really reunites people and you mentioned it's a difficult city well maybe it's a difficult city but we will make things easier and accessible thank you Luis. that's great i have one last question uh, i'm a major fan of the total soccer show and i know taylor and daryl came and visited you in dusseldorf and they had an incredible experience 
not just because they said Dusseldorf was surprisingly amazing uh, soccer community, but also because they said you had a great time with them and, and they enjoyed your conversations. Can you talk about uh, hanging out with those guys in Dusseldorf? Yeah, we had, uh, you know, like a big uh, group of uh, North American journalists uh, came over there. Um, guys who speak names like Grant Wall, but also like, 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 like lots of different kind of uh, podcasts. Uh, and, and yeah, we had a, I think they watched a few, one training session of, of, of Fortuna, then they watched, I think, the derby against Cologne, which was one of the most amazing games of the season when you have 54,000 in a in a very tight stadium uh, and it's uh, two arch rivals playing against each other. We won the game 2-0 and I think uh, I was a very happy man after that game and I think that also probably came out in the conversation. Yeah, it was a, uh, it was a nice visit where we also introduced a little bit the way the DFL, the Bundesliga works and it was quite interesting. Yeah, thank you so much for your time, Lutz, and good luck. Thank you.